Catch a movie this November at the Alamo Draft House. This week's screenings include This is Spinal Tap on Sunday, November 11th at 6.30 p.m. Austin Powers International Man of Mystery Movie Party on Monday, November 12th at 6.30 p.m. Best Friends Volume 2, Monday night, November 12th at 6.40 p.m. with Greg Sestero live to answer your questions after the screening. Tuesday, November 13th at 6.40 p.m., catch 2001, A Space Odyssey. Step Brothers Movie Party on Tuesday, November 13th at 7.20 p.m. and again on Wednesday night, November 14th at 7 p.m. Twilight Rowdy Screening on Wednesday, November 14th at 6.20 p.m. All that plus this weekend's new releases and more. Find showtimes and purchase tickets online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield or in the Alamo Drafthouse app on your mobile device. Be sure to find all the special events at the Alamo Drafthouse on Facebook by searching Alamo Springmo and clicking on the events page. This is The Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse for Thursday, November the 8th. We are, surprisingly, at the Alamo Drafthouse in Springfield, Missouri. Is that where we're at? You would think. On a show like this, we'd be doing it from, like, Chili's or something. But no, we're at the Alamo. (laughs) From the Krispy Kreme across the street. (laughs) There you go. That may not be a bad idea. (laughs) I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills, with ComingSoon.net. Joining us today, we have... David Mann with the Alamo Drafthouse. Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Jenny G. And I need you for that. Fuck it up. <laughs> and it's Thursday, which means we've got some new movies coming out this weekend. We'll talk about those and a bunch of the special programming going on in the next week or so here at the Alamo. But first, we're going to take a look at a few movie related headlines. But even before we get to that, a quick programming reminder, and I'll just do this a couple more times until it's old hat and nobody wants to hear it anymore. Uh, but the Backlot by Alamo Draft House is its own podcast now. Mm-hmm. What that means is if you're subscribed to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast in order to get these episodes on Thursdays, that's great. You can still continue to get those. You'll still see us popping those up every Thursday. But if our other podcasts, if the shenanigans aren't to your liking, that's totally fine. We understand that. Sometimes it's not to ours either, and we put these <laughs> things on. We uh, keep judging <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if you just want to get the Backlot shows and not the other stuff, you absolutely can now just subscribe. Just look for The Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse on your podcast player of choice, or as always, you can search for Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. You'll see it either way, and you can subscribe to one or both. I don't know why you'd want to subscribe to both. You'll just get notified twice, but you can. Yeah. We, don't, we don't hold it against Sometimes you. Sometimes you need that reminder. I guess so. I need that reminder. Hey, listen to that show. No, really. Listen to the show. <laughs> Please. But with that all said, we're going to start off taking a look at the weekend. That was the top five at the box office last weekend. It's been a bit since we've had three debuting f- films finish one, two, and three at the box office. But that was last weekend. First up, we had Bohemian Rhapsody making all the money taking the top spot with a $51 million debut in the U.S., somewhere around yeah. 125 I think, global-ish. Yep. So Made a bunch of our money. Took a bunch of money. Everybody here has seen it, I think, except for me. Have you seen it, David? Yes, yes. I have. Okay. I've seen it. So thoughts on Bohemian Rhapsody? Go ahead. You can go first because you were ready to poo-poo it, but you All wanted right. to love it. Uh, so... <laughs> Bohemian you didn't love it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't love it. Uh, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody... Uh, it's what I expected. It is a, it's just a cookie-cutter music biopic. Uh, having said that, I didn't hate it. I didn't dislike it. It was 
just marginally a decent film, in my opinion. I thought uh, uh, it just it didn't it didn't stretch any like limits. It didn't do anything unique. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're going to hear a bunch of wonderful Queen songs, and it's hard to sit through that and dislike it. It's hard to listen to all the great music that they put in this movie and walk out in a and bad mood. <laughs> in a bad mood. Scowling. Having said that, like if you're a Queen fan, there's a lot of revisionist history in this film. There are a lot of things that are moved around that I feel like the true story is just as interesting, if not based off of the realism of what actually happened. Uh, better and a nicer cherry on top of that cake or pie or sundae. whatever you put a cherry yes. on. <laughs> but overall, I'm disappointed because it's going to be 20 or 30 years before we get another Queen movie, and this one's just fine. Have you not I been paying attention to Hollywood lately? <laughs> it's yeah. going to be another three to five years. <laughs> I Well, this is one of those things where I don't think they're going to rush out and make another Queen biopic immediately. Right. They will make a bunch of other music biopics, like, the Elton John one looks great. I think I said that last week. Yeah. But it's just, uh, it's a decent film. Rami Malek does a good job. Uh, yeah, just fine. It's fine. I yeah. thought, uh, so I thought it was very entertaining. Um, I do understand the revisionist history. There was one part in particular that I was laughing about a little bit <laughs> because the, the way it played out, I was like, do they... They know that we're going to think that this all happened in like one day, <laughs> like, right. you know, but, uh, it, you know, you go in there and you want to be entertained. You're going to get entertained for sure. Uh, don't dig too deep into your brain for sh like I wouldn't because then you'll, you'll start coming up with plot holes or problems or why didn't they do this? Uh, especially if you know anything about Queen's story. Um, Freddie was kind of a mysterious figure. Um, in real life, so and he was famous for not granting interviews. Um, speaking of Elton John, I did just read where he said that Freddie could party him under the table. Heck yeah! So <laughs> that part, that part held up pretty well in the movie. But I really, really had fun. I didn't expect to go in there and, and get schooled in in history or in facts about Queen, and so it was right in keeping with what I expected. Kenny, oh, I loved it. <laughs> I I cannot say enough about it, and I think, again, I grew up loving Queen since I can remember, since I was a very little kid, and it, the music, having the music in there was wonderful. I thought all the moments, there's a couple moments in there, I had a little bit of tears in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, some eye sweats going on. It was emotional, <laughs> and I liked the way eyes. they did it, yeah. <laughs> and what? I have a big connection with Queen. I think they're awesome, and... I'm not there. I'm not. I'm not a David. I don't go in to pick a movie apart. None of us are. To you know, <laughs> do that kind of stuff. And, I, the, and there's nothing wrong with that. David's one of a kind. And there's nothing wrong with that because people do want to know. Okay, there's this. There this, are going to be and issues. It's yeah, not and, perfect, I, and I right? did. I didn't expect it to be the most perfect movie ever. But I went in there wanting to have fun. I had a lot of fun. I came out excited. The kids were excited. The wife was excited. Everybody was excited when they came out. So. I can't recommend going um, and seeing this enough. So. Yeah, I'd see it again. I, I I feel like I definitely need to state today again. I li I liked it. <laughs> I, I like. I'll pick apart a movie and s love it. I'll right. pick apart a movie and it'll be really in my top it. ten. He did say it's almost say a decent movie. It's like Mike. I I wanted to like it. I went in. I knew all the kind of like 
interesting topics people have brought up about the filming of it. And uh, in spite of that, I still had a good time. It's a good time at the movies. It does have what I realize now is my least favorite thing in music biopics ever, uh, which is it's this little contrived moment where they realize that they're making a song, like something gets said, where it's like, they're talking about, well, you really are a killer queen. <gasps> That's not the one. Right. But right. they have one of those moments where in a fight or an argument, they create a song. And it's just, it's been done so many <laughs> times. I hate it. Like, I prefer <laughs> the music to just almost function as a soundtrack to what's going on with the band. So uh, that, again... I liked it. It's it was it was to use his terms marginally decent. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, again, if you want to, there's his type of people that want to go in and you know put everything under a microscope, and that's great. Because type of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you Yo, know what them I mean, folks. Yeah, and that's and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I just come from the other type of people that just want to go in and be entertained. So yeah. I don't I don't look for flaws. I don't look for anything. One of these days, we're going to find a movie, and the two of you are going to sing Kumbaya and it's both love it. It's going to be well-crafted oh, no. he, and, and entertaining. He does like yeah, it a lot. Yeah, I, that's, yeah. you know. I like it a lot. And, you know, if, if someone really, really loves the movie, I'll never begrudge someone for enjoying something that I didn't exactly love. I'm never going to say, you're wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's storytelling. That's the, the basis of all these movies. It's storytelling. And when it comes to storytelling, I have certain, like, little check marks that I expect from a movie, depending on what the movie says it's trying to do. Like, with the trailers and stuff, you can use that to inform your opinion of, like, this is the intent of the filmmakers. And, like, say, a Piranha 3D, that <laughs> would be a trash movie if it were trying to be good. But yeah. a movie like that, when it's got an awareness, uh, it's not trying to, like, blow the roof off the house, but it's trying to do something weird and quirky and dumb... Like, I can, I can analyze a movie on, like, different sets of rules. So, it's like, Bohemian Rhapsody, I would recommend. It's a fun movie. See? Yeah. It didn't deserve the beating it yeah. got <laughs> on Rotten Nothing Tomatoes. Nothing bad, aside from, <laughs> I just wanted a better one, but what I got was fine. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we're never going to have the say in anything like that. He <laughs> wanted a steak. <laughs> he got a Big Mac. We, we just they gotta, both filled him up. We just yeah. got to sit back and see what Big Holly throws great. at us. <laughs> Number two, uh, last weekend, again a debuting film with twenty and a third million dollars, was Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Anybody hear anything good about this one? Anybody see this one? Anybody? Nope. I, w I will actually. We're going next week, I think, to see it. Tell me what you think, because I've heard bad reviews, but for some reason, I still want to see it. I've and heard it's visually, it's. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's why I'm going. Yeah. Because the wife and the uh, kids, they want to see it, see it. Like, they yeah. are excited about it. And I'm like, not so much, but it does look like it'll be visually worth just sitting there and be like, ooh, this is nice, you know? Yeah. That's so, pretty. How's they like, make that? That costs a lot of money. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see it, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, like, like I don't one care. Of those Alice in yeah. Wonderland style movies. Yeah, I uh, but I do love it. I like the Nutcracker. It's a good story. Maybe they should have held this for a little while. Get us a couple of weeks closer to Christmas. Mm. But yeah, yeah, it does feel a little rushed. A little early. Everything's rushed. They already have Christmas decorations at the <laughs> mall playing Christmas music uh. stuff. It's like, oh, gag. And number three, making 13 and three quarters of a million dollars, was another debuting film, Nobody's Fool, Tyler Perry film. 
Anybody thoughts on Nobody's Fool? Nobody here saw it. I think it made about four million dollars, and I thought it would. Yeah. Tiffany the Rock Haddish. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I like. I wow, like we're gonna work <laughs> the Rock in somehow. Uh, every show. She, uh, I think it's just a matter of too many movies released in such a short time frame for her. She did three films. Uh, this is a, the fourth worst opening for a Tyler Perry film, and it doesn't have his name tagged onto the front. Right. And I think actually that hurt it. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. leaving his name Agreed. off it might have uh, like lost a little bit of that audience not being aware that this is like his vision because he has a huge fan base. I don't love his movies. Right. But uh, people a turn out. A lot of people out. do. Yeah. 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 A lot of people really do show up. And uh, it, it could have been that there's just a glut of quality movies, movies at least that are interesting to people. And this one kind of like underwhelming marketing, not a lot. Yeah. The studios were requesting this to be like played before movies, like the trailer for it. I've tried to uh, watch several Tyler Perry movies. And I just can't get into them. I, don't I haven't even uh, tried to watch them. That's <laughs> <laughs> there are one yeah. or two that are pretty decent. He's, yeah. he's a fine actor. Like, uh, when he's not doing the whole Medea character in Gone Girl, he gives like a really good performance as like a, a shady little lawyer. Yep. Uh, so I think he's got one more Medea movie left and then he's retiring the character. Yep. Uh, he's had wonderful success. So, you know, uh, like I said, there are movies that I cannot stand that other people like and that's awesome. Good for you. Uh, and Tyler did better Perry. than I thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really did. yeah, almost fourteen million dollars. That's uh, I was putting it in at eight in my head. Yeah. That's what I thought it would come in at. So it made a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I definitely didn't think it hit ten. At number four, continuing to remain strong, it slipped from number two to number four, but that's only because three movies debuted ahead of it. Uh, <laughs> making another eleven million dollars was A Star Is Born, and I've got it down here. It's kind of interesting because. You know, A Star is Born opened with Venom. Venom, of course, was the number one movie, the biggest opening in October history in the world. Venom was? Venom was. <laughs> it was what? But after, <laughs> but after like two or three weeks, A Star is Born is like still performing consistently while Venom has that predictable drop-off. And if you look, we'll talk about it in a minute, but Halloween drops. And again, A Star is Born is just continuing to stay flat, stay steady, making money. Word and of mouth. these other movies are opening big and they're kind of flashing the pans. They get a week or two, but A Star is Born just keeps trucking along. There's it's, no uh, no downward momentum at this point yet. Cultural ph- phenomenon. It's uh, same thing happened last year with uh, Greatest Showman. Yes. Oh, yeah. Aside from Greatest Showman, open far. Lower, but you're right. But some of these forever. movies, they're like really resonate with audiences. Audiences seem to enjoy musicals quite a lot right now. Uh, while A Star Is Born isn't a musical, it definitely has a strong front musical seat. element, right? Uh, and uh, it's just a classic love story. Yep. And people, if it's done correctly and it's told well, it's shot well, it's got big names in it. Uh, the music plays on the radio. It's got everything going for it, and it's just going to continue to rack up these. Li- it's going to be high single digits for the next couple weeks as well. Yep. And that's good for them. Good for Bradley Cooper. He yeah. This is directorial debut, and he knocked it out of the park. He may get another gig after this. Yeah, he I might. think so. He Fingers might. Uh, crossed. Might not dry up so much. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, good from what him. I'm seeing, I'm noticing a, like a lot of people I know and stuff like that. They're like. Like a bunch of them went and saw it this weekend, and they're like, "Yeah, we've heard 
really good stuff, so we're finally going to give it yeah. a shot, you know. So that strong like word of mouth word wears of mouth, people yeah. out. <laughs> Eventually yeah. they come. People don't stop talking about it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, if that conversation just is continuously going, even those like those shut-ins are eventually going to be like, it's not on VOD yet. I'll go see it. <laughs> VOD. It's not on VHS yet. <laughs> I don't think the shut-ins do much VOD. I'm just guessing. Just the shut-ins I know. And rounding out the top five, Halloween finishes at number five, making another ten and three quarters of a million. I'm guessing that might be the last weekend we see it in the top five. I have a feeling yep. that it's going yep. away after I feel the like holiday that's season. Accurate. This week, we learn more about the PG-13 version of Deadpool 2 that's hitting theaters next month in December. The title is Once Upon a Deadpool, and I guess the way they're framing this <laughs> is Deadpool has kidnapped the adult version of Fred Savage, and they've <laughs> lovingly, painstakingly recreated the bedroom set from a, The Princess Bride, and this is uh, Deadpool telling the story of Deadpool 2 to a captive Fred Savage. And of course they're, you know, that's the framing device. And then they'll be editing heavily. <laughs> I'm sure the scenes from Deadpool two to as Deadpool tells the story. It's pretty it's much something. what I thought they were going to do. <laughs> I think uh, that it, is a, I wish it would have been kept a little under wraps because that's been a surprise. A hel- that's a hilarious idea. It that's, is. That is in keeping with the character. It's creative. It's dumb. I think that's just such an inspired concept. I think it would have been even better, and this would have been harder to do because they got to market this. They've spent more money in it, which I know, you know, they already made the money, but whatever. Uh, But man, wouldn't it have been great if they had done that and just done other stories like that? And just depending on which theater you happen to be in, maybe you get the Fred Savage version, maybe you get Deadpool telling the story to a different child, you know, if they they just, (laughs) if they had. Oh, he's done multiple l- versions of the framing device with different. They could have done it like he's the Grinch sneaking in to steal the presents. And he's telling Cindy Lou to walk her up and like tell yeah. her a story to make her go to sleep. <laughs> it could uh, be so many. Di- they could have. They could have done multiple versions of that. I mean, all they're doing is building a set and getting an actor for a day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, putting Ryan Reynolds back in the suit it for a day. Could have been a couple days. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool idea. It's it's funny. It would have been nice as a surprise. Yeah. Now that it's not. Uh, that kind of takes the winds out of wind out of the sails of when it first opens up and you see that yeah. set. Like, you know what you're gonna get. So that's a little bit of a bummer, but yeah. still, a, kudos to them. Like, they <laughs> that's a good way to. Uh, yeah, that's a funny way to reinvigorate that. Yeah. So now are you gonna funny go? Did you watch Deadpool already? Yeah, Deadpool two. I guess you know Deadpool two. Yeah. yeah. So are you gonna go see this version of it? Totally. Like, yeah. well, I don't have to pay for. It. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Of course you're gonna yeah, see it. Gonna stop me from True. It. It's either that or I spend two hours at my desk. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was, I was shocked. <laughs> He's got a pretty cool desk. Though. I do. I have one of the best desks in the world. Uh, it's uh the second movie was, I thought, better than the first one, yeah. and uh, they did a lot more work to create. There's even a moment that's kind of like emotionally touching towards <laughs> the end, which is weird. Where in I was Deadpool like, movie. "What the hell? I'm like tearing up." This yeah. is like got the, the music they chose <laughs> and everything. Kissy eyes. Uh, music that they chose and everything, uh, connecting with that like loving moment. I, I think you could spoil it. If <laughs> yeah, between yeah. him and his girlfriend, whenever he finally gets to like. Touch yep. her hand and yeah, hold her. It's sad. like, shit. This is <laughs> this movie yeah. doesn't deserve this. Come He's on. already looked at the camera and told me this is a movie, so I shouldn't be Should welling actually, up right yeah. now. But 
yeah, that, that's a good movie. I liked Deadpool quite a lot. Uh, second one was even better. I'll I'll give this one a shot. I think it's. Hopefully we get the chimichangas back. Yeah, chimichangas. That's the whole reason they bring it back. Yeah, we bring it back just for just to get the food back in. My son was very disappointed we didn't come see it, so he could have the. I was like, well, I don't know. They they bring back food all the time, so. (laughs) Yeah, we're doing a menu revamp, so I think you'll have to bring your son by for that. In December. I hope we get club sandwiches. Uh, looking at the sequels, the prequels, and the reboots that are happening. I don't think there's any... Yeah, there is a prequel in here. Okay, that's an accurate statement. Uh, first up, we talked about this last Friday. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith have announced that Bad Boys for Life, the third film in oh the series, God, is officially happening. Woo. Martin Lawrence hasn't been in a movie since 2011, here. but he'll be a was bad boy. Was it that recently? Was it College Road Trip? <laughs> what was the last one? No, he it was... Uh, we talked Martin about it. The movie. No, it was, a, it was one of the Big Mama sequels. Oh, oh, Big Mama yeah. Three! I might have been still Mama, where he had a, where he had a kid who was a Mama. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. Wow! I saw the first two. I so that's happening. The third one. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, finally happening. I've never, yes. seen, the, I've never seen the first two Bad Boys. What? Really? I've never seen them. They so are a product of their time. It was uh, so yeah. long ago. <laughs> I can <are> barely <laughs> yeah. remember it, any of it. I like those movies. You can trivia question me, and I wouldn't even know. Much like everything. <laughs> uh, director Ridley Scott's in talks to direct a Gladiator sequel. The working title is this. Gladiator 2. I don't know if that... I don't I guess that's that not going to stick. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, I'm guessing that's not going to stick. But Everyone's really been asking for this movie. I know. <laughs> yeah, for years. How, how he can't often even do go we out have to the people coming store. in here asking us if we know anything about it? Ridley one. Scott can't go to the grocery store without somebody asking him, when are you making a Gladiator 2? Even though your Gladiator died Crow's at the end of the first one. From... Yeah, I didn't care oh, for yeah. the first Gladiator myself, but... Stomach at it. Yeah. Producer David Heyman has confirmed that the upcoming Willy Wonka movie will be a prequel to the books slash films slash future sequels that will be made that take place well, concurrent with the old... I don't know. Well, any, there's that. Any thoughts on the Willy Wonka? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, David's it, got thoughts. The only way that that's a good movie is if it's a total genre bend and it's an action thriller where, like, he's saving Oompa Loompas from, like, zombie Oompa Loompas or something or, you know, just More totally chocolate close-ups is what I always yeah, say. Just take a really hard Wonka left with up. this and just turn it into, yeah, cast Samuel L. Jackson as Willy Wonka and <laughs> well, <laughs> just, go, just go hard <laughs> left with Willy Wonka. Chocolate. I'm just excited for all the winking and nods to the original movie throughout this. I always hate when they take an old property and they do something new with it. And they are so desperate to get people to enjoy it because they like the original that they will just constantly uh, mention things from the original and almost mug at the camera while they say these things. Because you know the Oompa Loompas will have wallpaper that you can taste or something in their little Oompa Loompa houses. Oh, my God. Gosh, I dread the. Who's gonna Who's gonna play the role? Uh, Ryan Gosling. I'm still going for <laughs> Sam Jackson. Wonka. I still think you go Sam Jackson. That's my dream casting. Ryan Gosling. That's Mark always Wahlberg. your dream cast. <laughs> yeah. And then he's he turns away from the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess Mark Wahlberg can't do. He's yeah. busy doing all those uh, family movies now. Yeah, that's where he's making his money. Yep. And then finally. <laughs> So they're calling it a reboot. Don't call it a comeback. Universal is rebooting the Shrek franchise, 
But Finally. the word is the studio <laughs> wants to keep the original voice cast together for the reboot, which sure sounds more like a sequel than a reboot to me, even if you don't technically want to call it Shrek 8 or whatever it is. But <sighs> is it really a reboot if it's the exact same everything? The answer is no. no. <laughs> I'm guessing it is not. Regardless is of what not you want right it to definition. be. not the right definition. Yeah. Maybe they'll do it like the new Halloween movie where this takes place after Shrek 1. Where they'll just skip the All sequels. the others didn't <laughs> yeah. actually happen. This is the true continuation of the first Shrek. Yeah, that third Shrek was hard to watch. Shrek is I didn't not related it. to Michael Myers. Yeah. Uh, my kids were at that age where they were watching all those. Now, like, the Christmas special of Shrek was hilarious and, like, a couple other little things. But in that third movie, that's hard to watch. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a good. That's something good you want to say about a movie. <laughs> it's hard to. Yeah, watch. this one I'll probably watch if the kids have kids and I'm stuck watching them. House It'll be on TBS it. in a that's few true. years. Yeah. Uh, it Chapter Two is wrapped filming. Yay! Filming on the sequel took a whopping 86 days, which is way longer than most horror movies take to film. But when the original makes 700 million dollars worldwide, you give the filmmaker the time and the budget they need to deliver. The rest of the story. What do they usually take to film? Just out of curiosity. Seventy-one days. Ah, mm, seventy. Usually they're weekend. Oh, yeah, sixty-four. <laughs> usually they're done in like fifty-three. A month, a month and a half. So like forty-five. Oh, usually. They crap oh these things yeah, out. that's way shows. Yeah. In post-production, yeah. I'm excited yeah. for it. Chapter two. I am too. Same. Mainly because of Bill Hader's involvement. <laughs> yeah, I love him. Big hater fan. <laughs> And he's uh, is he hater. he's Richie in this, right? Yeah, I'm a huge hater. Yes, he is. So he can kind of play annoying. Yeah, uh, he's very very he's talented. Nail it. If you ever get the chance to watch the show Barry, mm-hmm. very good. He won something. Was it oh, Emmy? He won an Emmy for best actor Emmy? in a comedy, yeah. and then Henry Winkler <laughs> won <laughs> yeah. for best supporting actor in a Ay. comedy. And I was so pumped to see Henry <laughs> Winkler win because <laughs> that he didn't sure he have an too. Emmy was just a travesty. The guy's so funny, effortlessly. So, uh, back onto it. It's a good thing he jumped the shark. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, we both did. Me and Henry. I did. Uh, do you think it'll do as good? Uh, I no. think it'll do better. I think it'll do about the same because I the people that saw the first one are going to want to finish this movie. I don't. Yeah. It's gonna, I don't think it's going to gain new. I don't think it's going to drop too did much. Did the first one need a second one to finish it? I bet it hit 650. The book is told in two halves, and the I first movie told the first half. Oh, okay. I think the so. first one caught people off guard. And it's 701 or up. It'll be oh. 650 to $655 million global. Uh, well, what, let's say the opening second part's weekend. not as interesting. I mean, remember the uh, made-for-TV series movie? The first half... Is awesome. It's so it is dumb awesome. And campy but and people want to see Bill Hader. Yeah, you know that's <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the he is the draw, the main yeah. draw. And there's Jessica Chastain and yeah. James McAvoy. So good yeah. cast. You know what the cast is missing though? Samuel L. Jackson. No, they could have brought in <laughs> the Rock. The Rock for it too. Yeah, they wanted to end the. They wanted to He could have been Mike. He, he could have been Mike Hanlon. Mike stuck around in Derry and all this just hit the gym constantly. And yeah, he's not getting messed with anymore. That's right. <laughs> he's ready this time around. Fantastic. JJ uh, Abrams is looking to get paid. The yeah. producer so don't have enough money. To no, <laughs> the producer slash director slash writer slash whatever. 
is looking for an overall deal with a studio to the tune of about a half a billion dollars. That's billion with a B. He's looking for the opportunity to do whatever he wants. He wants to do film, television, music. I didn't know he was into music. Digital content, games, theme parks, you name it. He wants to have his... He wants to have all ten fingers in a different pie. Uh, currently, the parts. two studios who've come to the front of the pack are Disney, where Abrams has a strong relationship and for whom he's currently working on Star Wars Episode Nine. They're calling it The Course Correction. I think it's the working title. Uh, and Universal, who also has ties to the filmmaker, <laughs> mainly through Steven Spielberg, and has the same tools to play with. They've got the theme parks and all the other divisions that he's wanting to play with. Thoughts on JJ that, getting his I find that paid. ridiculous. Although, if I had a ton of money, I'd want a theme park. Like, almost immediately. <laughs> yeah, and a bakery. Exactly. And then it seems like, like it's a shopping. good year to be a director, you know, a producer, director, stuff like that. Because it seems like they're getting the recognition like never before. Like, I mean, they're making action figures of them. They're doing, they're <laughs> yeah. in everybody, everybody knows the name where... Like, I don't necessarily always know who a director is, but I can tell you because they're making sure you do know. So it seems like a good year to be a director, so why not go for it while you're, it's, it's hot? And I think it can be a useful litmus test going into watching a film, uh, knowing the director's previous work. Yeah. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest signs that a movie's going to be good or As bad. If the guy did a theme park. If the guy did right. a theme park, that that's usually is thinking. very reassuring to you me. You know, I understand, as I understand <laughs> it, having read a couple things, Jim Henson was holding off for the theme park, too. So apparently there comes a point when you're oh, no, successful where you just like, okay, yeah. there's just like one thing left on your creative bucket list, oh, and it man. is the yeah. theme park. That bums me out. There's no, no Muppets-style theme park. Oh, oh yeah. Love he was, oh, that that was the great, whole, yeah, right. originally the whole, the reason Disney wanted him was not because they wanted the Muppets. They weren't even going to sell a portion of that. They just wanted Jim Henson to design stuff for really? them. So, yeah. He's a creator. That guy's brilliant. So now mm-hmm. they're, maybe they'll have JJ. I'm surprised Netflix isn't in there. Netflix has been kind of backing up the truck to everything. Producer, writer, director <laughs> types they lately. Out something with their movies, though. Yeah. <laughs> they're so <What>? inconsistent <laughs> with yeah. their films. Like their TV shows, they're more hit than miss, but a handful of decent like feature length films. Yeah. And maybe the way they list their categories, they could work on that too. How about putting new stuff at <laughs> maybe the Maybe the recommendations, because I, <laughs> I really don't, don't need to see yeah, some of the stuff they're telling me I need to see. I shouldn't have to go down like five spaces right. to find continue watching. Yeah. Like if I'm just binging a TV show. I shouldn't have Netflix. to search for season two of something I've watched. That's right, because I've turned it on sometimes and I can't even find my mm-hmm. list and stuff. I'm like scrolling. Could, I'm that like, could be a whole uh, episode in and of itself, <laughs> is how frustrating I find yeah. the categorization. What's the deal with Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And finally, a recent study from Pennsylvania State University shows it's bad to be good. Looking at superhero films up to and including those released in 2016. So thinking back to 2016 would have been, what, Civil War? Avengers yeah, Civil War? Yeah. That would have been pre-Justice League. So Batman versus Superman. Mm. So the study showed that the villains in these major superhero movies commit, on average, 18 violent acts per hour of screen time, knowing that your villain's not got an hour of dedicated screen time. But on average, when you add it all up, 18 acts, violent acts per hour of screen time, and committed a total of 93 murders over those films that were studied. That's a lot of death. The heroes, on the other hand, committed 23 violent acts per hour of screen time and had a whopping 168 murders. So <laughs> clearly, but they were 
murdering bad guys and anybody else who yeah. happened to get in the way. Yeah. I don't so. trust <laughs> that data. I think it's biased. Do you need to see the sources? I need to see the this sources. This is fake news. It's very important <laughs> to see your sources. It just seems like... Is murder the right word for a superhero taking out someone who's trying if to kill people? If a murder people? hero, if a murder, if it's a superhero like takes a, a life, is or are they murder? counting killing bad guys so or, innocent, or innocent what bystanders? What is self-defense? I mean, it's okay to kill, right? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember Batman throwing a batarang and it zooming past a bad guy and hitting a pedestrian square in the side <laughs> of the head. No, you but know? I wish I would have watched more Batman. If, if you know that he had an air yeah. batarang or something just like a that. Looper just, murders. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, dang it. Or all the people totally that dead. are getting hit by ricocheted bullets off a of Superman's chest or <laughs> right. yeah, I don't, Wonder I don't. Woman's yeah. gauntlets bullets or something. Go cars yeah. like Swiss cheese. What they don't show. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's like Superman's fine, but the 15 people around him are dead. Yeah. And do you count Superman killing people in Superman Returns with the laser or whatever that like cuts through the that's skin. That's got to be what well, they're counting. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, also, then those are rough estimates, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Unless they're counting the scenes really of you know the people in the office as the like stuff flies by. Body yeah. parts. Well, did they die? What was he I mean, supposed to do? Like, he's fighting some guy who's going to kill everyone That's or enslave everyone. It's really a bargain, killing yeah. 168 people yeah. versus... you got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. That's not a ridiculous thing to <laughs> do. Crack gonna, a few skulls. Yeah, <laughs> <to> <laughs> make an omelet. Well, you can sit back <laughs> and do nothing, and then we're dominated by these aliens or whatever. I bet you they kill way more people. Then. Exactly. Well, so let's, let's come back. Let's revisit this. Because I really <laughs> like to gonna, spend some time researching. And yeah. Yeah. And look at Thanos. He took out half the... Uh, well, that's the thing. If you add <laughs> yeah. Infinity he, War to the mix, <laughs> now the, that clearly changes the numbers. But he has feelings. is Thanos the hero or the bad guy in Infinity Wars? In his is mind, he, he's the Is hero. he the protagonist or the antagonist in Infinity War? There could be a movie where he's either... I mean, with how they set it up, he's definitely an antagonist. Remember Maleficent? She's not so bad. Yeah. I th- well... <laughs> Uh, his heart's in the right place, but the means through which he goes to do what he does isn't always the most humane. Like he does. Does that make him the protagonist? Because if you look at the elements of story, he's clearly the protagonist, but not necessarily the good guy. But he has moments of maliciousness. Uh, but in does his that acts. keep him from being the protagonist? I think it does. Like a protagonist in my point of view a protagonist has to be doing things for good like his motivation is to do things like the right way you have sometimes you have like a that's like certainly a the anti-hero, hero of the story right uh which i like think he Deadpool. could fall into like an anti-hero right. type situation where it's oh because he's doing this to save the world right. the universe it's not insane that he would fight these people tooth and nail in order to like Save half the world, half the universe, by just eliminating half of them. Although I'm sure, because that's the, we just say Superman. You know, well, you know, he was doing this because he was saving us from the. Yeah. I mean, I don't like when my words are used <laughs> against me. I mean, just from a story, <laughs> st- just from a story standpoint, <laughs> he is the this. prime mover through the story, and the Avengers really are the antagonistic pieces that he, the hurdles he has to overcome or step on in some he, cases. He doesn't. In the most humane way, always right. kill people. No. Which I think would be the mark of a protagonist. If they were going to kill half the universe to save the universe, I think a protagonist that's like a, a decent good guy uh, would try and do it in the politest, nicest way. But you can see he, he tortures people. Like whenever he gets Peter Quill to stab, uh, what's her name? Gamora. 
Huh? Gamora, yeah. <laughs> uh, when he gets uh, the love Peter of his Quill life that you yeah. didn't see happen stab, between two movies. Yeah, to stab Peter uh, Peter Quill to stab Gamora, uh, only to make the like was it like the blade disappear. It was actually he was going to shoot gun. her. He's going to yeah. shoot and turn into bubbles. That's okay. I, I haven't seen it in <laughs> six months, but I recall it sort of. Uh, but regardless, <laughs> I think that that's that's torturous. That's not. The mark of Let's a good guy. You try to figure out what happened. <laughs> it's torturous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Nails on a chalkboard to anyone who's a fan of the Avengers. I struggled through that. Uh, having said that, I do enjoy them. Uh, it's popcorn movies, but yeah. new in theaters this week. Starting off with which of these three is going to be the number one movie this week? Starting off with The Grinch. This time, it's animated, not painful makeup this time it's vo- the grinch's voice by benedict cumberbatch not jim carrey yeah weird the grinch is this weekend probably your number one film you think yeah may as well totally it's probably what is it, i'm shoot i'm, I'm <laughs> looking at the rest of overlord these? i'm going with the <laughs> yeah. third one. Yeah, i was gonna say white russell the other two overlord films looks oh, horrible oh scott <laughs> I know you don't care it's about Rotten Tomato scores. It's got like an 85% positive. It's got Wyatt Russell. For a Nazi. <laughs> Son of Kurt Russell. Yeah. Uh, Nazi zombie movie. He looks like Is he Kurt really? Russell. Yeah. Have you looked at his face? Was he in an episode of Black Mirror? Um, I think so, and he's also on this show. Uh, oh my God, I watched the whole show. Something 49. Is he the one Lodge 49? Yeah. He's good. Yeah. He's in Everybody Wants Some. No, that Russell kid's good. He might have what it <laughs> he takes. He uh, Ingrid Goes West. They had to make oh, him yeah, a movie yeah, star. Yeah. 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 So His dad's go. amazing. That's what right? I hear. He's been in a lot of things. So we've got so. The Grinch. We've got Overlord, a JJ joint from Bad Robot. And we've got The Girl in the Spider's Web. Which is the uh, one which, I would go see. Which, yeah, which is actually, from what I understand, this was not actually written by Stieg no. Larsen, correct? This was like a book that was written by someone after he passed. Yeah. And this yeah, is a movie like about a book attic, that's not written by the, yeah. It's going to be hard to make me like this movie. Yeah. It's got an uphill battle because I thought Girl with a Dragon Tattoo was phenomenal. And I loved oh. Rooney Mara in that. She's great yeah and yeah. uh claire foy is the actress who plays yeah. uh elizabeth salander in this movie uh who is marginally decent as an actress she's a decent actress uh unsane pretty decent. good i it's funny as i saw parts of unsane i was like this looks like crap yeah and i watched the whole thing i was like it looks like crap because it's on an iphone but it's pretty decent yeah uh, <laughs> funny how that works yeah i i just am so unexcited for this because i wanted the real sequel yeah the director writer uh talent of the cast it's was it's a good lineup, and then this one seems like uh, and, far oh lower yeah. effort, <laughs> yeah. smaller budget. They slapped don't want to risk anything. Slap together, marketing's limited. Uh, I don't think they're really excited for the release of this movie, the studio. So okay. I, I want it to be good because the first one was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of that might have come from source material and the people involved, yeah. and they aren't, and it's not. So gulp. Been long enough between the two movies. They Maybe. probably are thinking people don't care. They just they can slap something together they just hear that and cash in on it. Has something to do with the girl with the dragon tattoo. So they're like, oh, I, I remember that. So, does she have any other tattoos? Uh, there's a dragon one at least. David has one that he got. Yeah, here. I did. Did you get it at the? I uh, totally did. Oh, okay. Can I see it? Yes. Yeah. Check it out. What'd you get? 
at the Mad Max Fury Road tattoo. Wow. Oh, very nice. Very cool. Yeah, it's still itchy. <laughs> <laughs> My first tattoo. Uh, you're supposed to, like, slap it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, hate it. Keep it greased. All right. <laughs> Coming up at the Alamo Draft House in the next week. First of all, this is not necessarily a film screening, but on Saturday from 2 to 7, you guys are having Barking for Boulevard, benefiting the care it's Animal so shelter. funny because this is such a great segue for our guest, Catherine. Wow. Woo! Catherine Vicat, our private and community events manager, is here with us. And you want to take this one, babe? Welcome. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. welcome to the podcast. Oh, oh thank you. You saved you a really comfy You're spot so on the nice. couch. I did. It's, I'm on the corner, so I have the armrest. Let me say that's special for you. It is. Oh, you guys, what givers. Um, yeah, Barking for Boulevard is our benefit for uh, Care Animal Rescue, so we're really stoked about that. They're actually our charity on tap for the quarter, so they'll be benefiting from that. We did. We just did one back in October, and that worked out really well, so we're hoping that November will go just as well. Dogs. I understand the portable adoption unit is coming. Mm -hmm. That's what I... That's uh, what I'm I looking forward to. <laughs> I'm going to get some get you. therapy. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Mm, they're sneaky that so way. So cute. Yep. And but that will be a silent auction, too, so we'll have stuff going on all day. Very good. And that is a dollar per boulevard. Absolutely. Last time we ran out, so get here early. Does that include unfiltered wheat? Um, that's an excellent question. I think if you come to the back lot now, some of the bartenders will let you know. As a, not a beer drinker. I wanna, yes, oh, that's what the I, beer is, oh, honey. Oh, look, there's a sign. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. <laughs> hey, look at here. <laughs> I don't like David. I don't know I'm anything. Sorry. Yeah, that's why I sat in the middle. I suck. I don't know why I sat in the middle. It was dumb. Yes, Play referee. the unfiltered weed. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about some of the community involvement efforts that go on here at the Alamo. Um, I know this is clearly not the first, and a lot no. of times Jen brings in, hey, this this week or this month, yeah. this screening, yeah, and this is what's going on. Tell us a little bit about what's going on. No, it's not. Kill um, that cell phone. We do do um, a lot of community outreach. We're very, very community-centric. So we do things on site. For example, we're going to be doing the Developmental Center of the Ozarks Christmas movie screening party extravaganza coming up in December. What are they watching? Do we know yet? They're watching three different movies, actually. <gasps> like I know, right? Wait, are you putting this tied to the chest, or is um, it like something I, you can I, spoil? I can't say too much, because I know they're going to be promoting as well. All um, right. But yeah, it looks like it's going to be Christmas movies for all. I won't pry. Okay, good call. Um, and then we do other stuff for example we were one of the sponsors for the black tie gala this on this weekend oh, we're excited yay. about that we were busy at wine fest we'll be at beer fest uh we do parades we do outreach we do a little bit of everything and we she's really like do. next level like she's the booth that you see and you're like i want to <laughs> go to that fun booth i'm the noisy one yeah because we do we do movie trivia at our booths and we give away movie tickets and people love trivia so they it's we're, we're by far the most David, popular booth have you found that time. to be an accurate statement too not particularly uh, no, <laughs> no, I don't think so. nobody shows up people, for yeah maybe David's it's the host trivia yeah. i don't know could sure be <laughs> and what else? I mean, I know you guys are active in the community, but if folks want to bring their group here, they've already got a whether it's a group of coworkers, whether it's an right. organization, intramural lacrosse team, absolutely. <laughs> um, For example, <laughs> and how <laughs> we we really do it all. You know, we've got fourteen screens. I've got nine different capacities, so it can be. Um, we've done morning birthday parties for kids who come in and have cereal. And watch a movie in their pajamas, and then they leave, and the parents go home Can and we take do that a nap. For adults too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that sounds like a pretty good birthday. Uh, we do video game birthday parties on the big screen, which is really cool. We, they were playing Fortnite, I think.
think, at one of those parties oh, that's oh, on the big screen, I which was super, super Were they super doing sweet. the Fortnite dance? I'm just um, the servers <laughs> were outside quoting along, so they, they knew what was going down. So, yeah. <laughs> but then um, lots of corporate events. Because the nature of our business, we have the state-of-the-art AV. You can bring a large group in. You can do um, your presentation on the big screen. You can do trainings on the big screen. So it's really conducive to small parties for 44 people up to big groups of 115. So if it's corporate or if it's community fundraisers, um, anniversary parties, we did. We've done two marriage proposals in the How last month. How did that proposal go? Did oh you say yes? Oh my gosh! I think I'm pretty sure. I was right across the hall. <laughs> I, I don't know like, if we would have promoted yeah. it if we don't know yeah. how it turned out. But exactly. Yeah. We yeah. got a really bad review on that. <laughs> yeah. It was like a one star. No way it turned out for that one. Oh, yeah, I didn't Yay. ask. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They broke up. <laughs> Hopefully not. But really they met here, so they had this. They, this is where they had their first date. So they wanted to come back and they wanted to propose, which was super sweet. Oh, that's, that's cool. Nice. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then a um, couple surprise parties we've done. We've done corporate events. Christmas parties. What's really picking up is, of course, Christmas is coming because right. everyone's playing their Christmas party. Um, we've got several, several Christmas vacation parties scheduled. And so they've yeah, purchased. Yeah, so they're doing it interactively. So one of our groups is doing the deluxe Christmas vacation package, which includes, of course, there's the prop. You got to get your glow stick for when Clark lights up the house and you get a pine tree air freshener with a squirrel. And an American flag for when Aunt Bethany says grace. <laughs> With the deluxe version, you get a gift-wrapped cat and a Christmas light necklace. So <laughs> it's a little bit of fun for everybody. So it just kind of depends. And we can really customize everything. We know people got a budget. We don't want you to sell the farm while you're living on it. So come and talk to us, and we'll visit with it, and we'll see what we can do to build the event that really works for your business, for your family, for the scope of your event, whatever you want to do. Uh, let's say I wanted to throw a private event. Yes. Uh, maybe like an eyes wide shut private event <laughs> viewing party. Did you right. have to use that as Do your we have example? To have <laughs> servers in there or can it just be kind of like our own thing going on? Is that um, <laughs> if you use a media room, which I would suggest for that kind of event since it's I'd at a real you stay right home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can go in that room because that's located in the back lot. So okay. you can use the media room that's small and that's private. Um, I don't know if I'd necessarily do that on the big screen <laughs> with alone in the yeah, whole David. giant theater. Yeah it might kind of like change Who's coming to this party? There's no party. <laughs> You're right. Nobody's coming. Yeah. Just me and a bunch of masks. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, we support your choices. We really do. Just like at home. We don't judge. Uh. <laughs> Listen, if you're willing to foot the bill. That's right. That's right. But we can customize. We can customize the event. We can customize the theater experience. We can customize the menu. We can make it everything you've ever wanted it to be and more. <laughs> Unless it's eyes wide shut. Except for David. Except for that. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're just going to have to keep that at the house, David. <laughs> yeah. That's right, David. Right, you know? Fine. Just keep asking, as you have been doing. But so another Saturday night at home alone. Right, so <laughs> <with> <laughs> <the> <laughs> DVD player. <laughs> Very good. Throw an idea out there. Everyone thinks you're crazy. That's what. It's, <laughs> I don't care. Who cares? So what I'm are some kidding. of the? I mean, like I said, you've had the marriage proposals. Mm -hmm. What are some of the? Maybe things you weren't necessarily expecting somebody to use a theater rental for or a media room for that you're just like, oh, well, that's a great idea. I hadn't thought of that. Um, well, we've done like several corporate events where I was been really impressed with the way that they've managed the space. Um, I think one of my better ones is we did a, we did a private party for a Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Ooh. And good. it was completely it was themed out. These people, everybody was in costume. Everybody got some coconuts. Everybody got a shrubbery. It, 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 they participated and they were loud and they were moving around the whole time. Because we kind of treat those theaters like a soda can that's been shaken up. We open the door a little <laughs> slowly, let the air out, and then we go in. So yeah. it's, when it's your space, it's your space. But when you walk in and you see a group of people screaming along to Monty Python and waving the shrubbery, it's nothing better. 
Absolutely nothing better. <laughs> Very good. We appreciate you taking the time to talk Thank with us. How you. can if somebody's interested, they say that sounds interesting. I'd, I'd want to know more. I want right. to get some details. Mm-hmm. How can they get a hold of you? Um, if you go to the website Springfield or Alamo Drafthouse or Drafthouse dot com slash Springfield. Exactly. <laughs> There's an events that yeah you can look up events. You can also reach me here at the theater um, at our phone number four one seven seven zero eight nine five nine nine extension number five, and you can email me as well. Those emails come right to me, and I process those requests as fast as I can. Very good. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to talk with Thank us today. Thank you. I feel yeah. like one of the lucky ones. I got Absolutely. to sit at the There's cool so people table. Cool Come back anytime. You don't have to leave. Talk We're to David. <laughs> stick around. Yeah. Bye. Do I have to talk to David? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have hey. to? Well, that's part of it. <laughs> We're all like, no, stick around. Just like later. <laughs> yeah. God, Thanks for seriously. I want to stretch out. I'm going to take a nap on the couch over there. All right. Well, coming up this week at the Alamo Draft House, a few more screenings. Maybe you want to come to one one or more of these. You'll want to get your tickets early, starting that broken record now. First up on Sunday, 6.30 p.m., this is Spinal Tap. Yeah, it is. Kicking it up to 11. On 11-11. It's almost like you did that on purpose. It's exactly like I did. (laughs) I wish I could have shown it starting at 11-11. That would have been good. Yeah. On Monday... Austin Powers International Man of Mystery Movie Party starting at 6:30 p.m. Is not it sold all. out? Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. No. No. So you can still get your tickets. But how great them. that we have Austin Powers and we have Bohemian Rhapsody playing at the same at the time. same time. I mean, you know, come get your fill of Mike Myers. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's if you had been be playing groovy. Wayne's World instead. That oh yeah, <laughs> I was thinking of something totally different. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. And then also on Monday at 6:40. We've got Greg coming back. You guys are showing Volume 2 of Best Friends. Yep, yep. And Greg Sestero will be here talking after the movie, answering your questions, taking photos, signing body parts, whatever you want to do with Greg. He will be more than happy (laughs) (laughs) to, to... that's, to that's indulge pretty, your, your, your we'll ask yeah. him first before you put <laughs> well, that, you know, he, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it all out there for him. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm doing The what? women seem to like him, so. I can't imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> he is he's an handsome. attractive man. Yeah, he's yeah. a handsome fella. I guess he is. <laughs> if that's your thing. <laughs> Greg, we apologize in advance. Yeah, uh, also guys. on Tuesday. Brown eyes. <laughs> 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 the women and the men love him. They That's do. We all love Greg. On Tuesday night at 640, 2001 A Space Odyssey. When was the last time you saw that in the theater? Mm. Earlier this year. I was going to say, probably not that long ago. Saw it on drive Never for me. I've never seen You've it never on seen the big screen. Yeah, well, so this is your time. chance yep. to see 2001 on Tuesday night at 640. Also on Tuesday night, not just Tuesday, you had to add a second screening. Tuesday mm-hmm. night and Wednesday night, starting Tuesday at 7.20 and then on Wednesday at 7 o'clock, you guys have got the Step Brothers movie party. Yep, come see David and I dressed as the Step Brothers. Yeah, you got this matching movie party. outfits for this. We're gonna look pretty sick. Yeah, I love that is movie. Ill. I didn't know what to S- expect F- from it, and I laughed the whole <laughs> show. Yep. We got our Argyle. We got <laughs> right our roll. wigs. We're ready. Got the drum set. He's got. Never mind. <laughs> we <laughs> yep. do need to get the drum set. <laughs> we make that happen. <laughs> you bring one in here. Yeah. And then on Wednesday night at six twenty, hey, you think that all sounds good, but. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. not every movie can be a winner. <laughs> not every movie can. And sometimes it's fun to bring in a stinker yeah. and just rip it apart. So on Wednesday night at 620, you can watch Twilight. It's the rowdy screening, which means 
there will be verbal assault (laughs) assault, uh, (laughs) on your senses uh, from those in attendance with you. So come ready to tell us what you really think about Twilight on Wednesday at 620. What will be interesting is the people that didn't notice that it's a rowdy rowdy screening. They're like, oh my God, I love that movie. I'm definitely going to see it. Or they think rowdy screenings like, woo, we're going to have a great time. We're going to have some champagne. Oh, we should add that That we're giving a complimentary pour of champagne. Oh, so you get everybody well lubricated. It's our champagne cinema and we don't have props for this one. So when we don't have props, we try to throw in something. Just blow sparkle in their face. Drink the champagne. Glitter. Help yeah. you get through it. <laughs> Hopefully. So get your tickets early. A lot of times these special screenings sell out and sell out quickly. You can get your tickets through the Alamo Draft House app on your mobile device. If you haven't downloaded it yet, what are you waiting on? You can buy online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield, or you can come in here and buy them in person. Just don't wait until 20 minutes before the show starts because odds are Unless you will you not be able to get tickets. Yeah. You can find all of these events and more. I know at least the entire month of November and part of December are already online. You can easiest ways to find them on Facebook. If you search for Alamo Spring Mo on Facebook and click on the events page, you'll see all the upcoming special screenings. Plus, you guys are doing the normal. You know, hey, this is the new movies this week. Yeah. All the big movies. We I like, we like to keep. People Star is Born is still here. Fine. If you haven't seen it yet, get the shut-ins. Get the the oats bus together and yeah. come see the Star is Born. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever you got to do to get Oats out to the theater. presents the Star is Born. <laughs> so all the old people are going to see the Star is Born. Apparently. Know. That's they'll, what we've been told. All the show They'll like it. All right. Well, on our pop quiz this week, the controversial pop quiz this week, most discussion we've ever had going into a pop quiz. I don't understand quiz. the controversy. It's well, all, the question of the week is, what is your favorite fondue? Because... November is National Fondue Have you month. listened to him give me crap about this on this <laughs> no, episode No, but I, I realized I tapped into a sensitive subject <laughs> well, inadvertently. I so you had a great suggestion, another local establishment, sharing the love. I thought it was fantastic. It's yeah. just, you know, it's fondue. Uh, so the, great. Question, the question is, what's your favorite fondue? We've had quite a few. You know, it's funny because we've had more votes on this one what's than we've had in a lot of fondue, them. fondue, David? Oh, yeah, because yeah, people love fondue. Now, I think... If we had had, instead of other, if we'd put neither, I think we would have had even more votes. But well, that's not. just for the people who must not understand what fondue is. That's for is. squares yeah. like yeah. you. Yeah, apparently. You can't appreciate a good fondue. I got to say, my favorite's got to be like a mohawk or a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, am I reading? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I thought it said fondue. No. <laughs> uh, no, not that. Because I was going to be You can bring your fondue to Hassle Fondue. Oh, you could. You could. You could. Dip your fondue in the fondue if you're not careful. And we're off the track. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> We've derailed. So your favorite fondue? Uh, the beer cheese fondue, the Guinness uh, <gasps> at Mud Lounge. Yeah. That's mine. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> because you can't take that. I'm taking it. And, <laughs> you know, side note, though, pretty much any chocolate fondue I've ever had is, is right there, too. I think they have so. beer in there, like chocolate one as well. Yeah. So. yeah I totally yeah. forgot chocolate they stout. have the uh-huh. There was a chocolate stout fondue. Come so on. I to I've actually had fondue. Uh, Fresh recently. Strawberries. There's well, no there's no wrong answer. This <laughs> is what I'm getting at. Well, you can vote in the poll. Let us know what's your favorite fondue. You can find us on Twitter at PGTC Podcast, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. That's the pop quiz for this week. And We're we not done yet. People. Kenny, what's yours? Uh... It I don't depends. know that we ever found out what yours is. Like, you gave us all the options. The most fondue I've had have been cheese. Yeah. But 
you know, you got to love the chocolate. Yeah. And, you know, your marshmallows, your strawberries, your anything fun Why to dip in chocolate. Why don't we have fondue here? The oil's pretty good, too, when you put the spices in and yeah, stuff. And it's, yeah, it's something it different. Is, and it's kind of a fun. I've only done that a couple I'll times. I'll do but that when I'm with my mom and she orders it. But yeah. that's it. Like yeah. I'm, it's not something I will I will actively you won't go seek with that the, one out. I'd yeah. love to try like a white chocolate peppermint fondue that you could like dip. Mm. What if they had the in? orange Kit Kat melt? Oh I would, my <laughs> I'd be all over that. Uh, I used to have un- a chocolate fountain. It doesn't taste waxy. <laughs> if you had uncovered Kit Kats and then you had the orange melt. Oh, you could probably do like a <laughs> white chocolate melt and then do some orange flavoring in it. and Yeah, but it doesn't really carry they orange flavor. They don't even yeah. taste orange. They taste just like tastes almost like wax. white chocolate. Well, I'm just white saying chocolate. you'd want to <laughs> do something maybe. It tastes like white to chocolate. They're just keep saying white chocolate. Yeah, see, fondue's <laughs> awesome. And I, and I encourage more people to weigh in on this so people will tell you that fondue is okay. And it is good. It's really not. And they pinned those <laughs> right to the top of our social media pages, so you cannot miss them. If you look for us on Twitter or Facebook, you'll see them right there at the top of the page. Coming up this week on the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network this weekend, we got the whole gang back in the studio discussing this week's top headlines in entertainment and pop culture. Apparently, we're going to do 20-minute deep dive on Castle Rock, from <laughs> what I've been told. Uh, and I will be there. <laughs> yeah. I you, wasn't sure if we were going to. We're going to. Uh, my son has his play. Oh, is that? Yeah, we knew the opening night was coming up soon. Yeah, so it's Friday, but we're going on Saturday what? and Sunday. On, what was okay. the thing that you said? On what? On the what? What? You said uh, you, what was the name of the subject or feature? Or uh, Castle Rock. Castle Rock. on Hulu. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you haven't seen it, you've got a couple of days left to <laughs> get binged up on. I it. may try to watch an episode right. or two tonight, yeah. just to try to get going yeah. on it, so yeah. I can talk about something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> If you're, if you got, just got to work through those first five. You yeah. just got to get through them to get to the good stuff. Uh, next Tuesday, we've been playing around with doing some different stuff on our video game podcast. We're, we've started, with, I think we're going to live stream it so that folks can just still get the audio podcast if they want, or they can actually watch it online live as we're doing it. And then we segue once that's done into playing some games and seeing how terrible we are as adults playing video games. So <laughs> we'll do something with that next Tuesday. Uh, so be watching for more information on our social media pages, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more on Friday as well. And next Thursday, we'll be back out here at the Alamo Draft House talking about the weekend's box office results. Did the girl in the spider's web make number one? <laughs> Did it make the top five? Did it knock off anything? Wouldn't it be funny if none of the shows die. made the top? If if they just all <laughs> flopped. I have a feeling the Grinch will take it. Yeah. Uh, we'll be talking about the next weekend's new releases. We'll be talking about all the special programming coming up at the Alamo Draft House. Don't wait for that episode. Seriously, go find it online because by the time you're hearing next week's episode and hearing about all the great showings and screenings that are coming up, they're probably going to be sold out, most of them. So hey, I didn't don't, get to ask. Don't what, wait. How much do you think the Grinch will make? Oh, 65.70. I was going to say 65, but yeah. really? that feels high, yeah. though. I I'm thinking it's going to go way. I'm going to go 30. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was the neighborhood I was. The studio is what's got me thinking. The Illumination, they make those Despicable Me movies. I think right. it'll be under 40. Life of Pets. Yeah, somewhere between 30 and 40, I think, is where it's I'm going to It's really short. Like, I think it's Ooh. under 120 minutes. That's something Sorry, I like hour, in a movie. Minutes. 120 <laughs> minutes. That's two hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Real short. An hour and 20 minutes. This is the Suspiria uh, of, uh, of Christmas. Oh, yeah. If if it gets decentish reviews, I think uh, 
it's not going to really be the biggest thing for the movie success, but I would just not be surprised if you see it pull in. I'll lowball it to sixty. I was going to say let's 60. let's make fifty the over under. Yeah, fifty over. Fifty's the over under. You're taking under. Yes. You're taking oh. under. I'm taking, You're taking over. over. I'm taking over. So we're split. We'll find out yeah. next week. Plus, we may have some bonus episodes coming up in the next few days, so Ooh, be on the lookout for that. We got a couple Ooh. bonus episodes. Will be fun. Having fun with that, and one of those actually could tie into our discussion here. So hopefully that'll be pulled off. I hate talking about those too much because it seems like every time I mention this is what's going to happen, that's the one that flakes out on us <laughs> for whatever reason. I mean, yeah. so I hate I hate even talking about them. But we should have some bonus episodes for you in the next couple of weeks. Be sure to search for and subscribe to the Pop Goes Culture Podcast Network on your podcast player of choice, and subscribe to these shows, whether it's just the Alamo Backlot Show or the Pop Goes the Culture Shows, so you'll know whenever new episodes are available while you're there. If you've enjoyed today's show or any of our weekly podcasts, do us a favor and leave a review. It just takes a couple seconds, and it really does help new listeners find our shows. It doesn't really help us. We don't get paid per review or anything unless well, there's something we do this I don't for know and giggles. Yep. We do it for you. Yep. Tell us your thoughts on anything we talked about, what you're going to see this weekend. If you saw Bohemian Rhapsody, did you think it was a marginally decent film as well or did you think it was better than that did you love it or did you love it (laughs) (laughs) let us know what you thought let us know if you see the grinch if you thought it was a decent movie this weekend if we use your suggestions we'll give you a shout out on an upcoming episode if you call the hotline we'll actually play your recorded comments in the upcoming episode and give you passes why are you not calling the hotline and get a pair of movie passes exactly don't be shy i will shame somebody into calling that hotline i don't understand why yeah all you yeah. have to do is call like it's not like you're stuff. competing with anybody it's else. like if a radio station says the first caller you Just can tell us what the day is <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> caller that calls. could call and tell us their name yeah. the two people they call got it wrong yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you can uh tag us your name yeah. <laughs> it's like Celebrity Jeopardy yeah. <laughs> on <laughs> SNL. <laughs> You'll still get it wrong. Uh, you can tag us or tweet at us on Twitter at PGTC Podcast. Uh, on Facebook, we are at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can email us at popgoestheemail at gmail.com, or you can call that hotline at 417-986-7842. Best call of the week. We'll get a pair of passes to the Alamo Draft House. Find links yeah. to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. On social media, you can find the Alamo Draft House by searching for Alamo Springmo. And that's good anywhere you want to find it. Anywhere Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can download or anything. What's that? The bus stop. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wherever. Doesn't matter. Uh, You can download the Alamo Draft House app. Just search for, believe it or not, you just search for Alamo Draft House. In your mobile devices app store. It pops right up. It's amazing how that works. Mm-hmm. Or you can find them online again at drafthouse.com slash Springfield. Or you can just pop in anytime to find out what's going on. You know, last week before I left, because we talked about this early on, like in the summer, I asked the guy at the concierge desk. I said, tell me about, because I've got two people that cannot hear about your closed captioning. He's like, that's great. And he pulled out this. <laughs> he's like, I was like, oh, it looks like one of the old Viewmasters. Yeah. He's like. Uh, well, the fact that you know what a Viewmaster is. So we're going to try that out sometime. We're going to see how that works out. Yeah. So I'll be able to report to you how well you watching a movie <laughs> through a Viewmaster is. Uh, but that's what we've got going on. Anything else before we get out of here? It feels like we've been here a while. It does. It's a longer episode. Let's go get some fondue. Eh? Oh, you guys go have a good time. I'm going to fun to do. You guys, <laughs> you guys have a good time with that. All right. Well, I have been Joy Mills with ComingSoon.net.
David. David's sleeping. Hi, David. <laughs> David He's thinking about Alamo Draft House. David has to get up early on Wednesdays. I'm Jen. Jen. <laughs> How's that been going? <laughs> Having fun doing the uh, morning shows? Yeah. <laughs> Trivia is a hit. Did you get a Danny DeVito question in this week? Yes, I did. There did. you go. Keeping the streak alive. Uh-huh. It was a, it was it was a, a tricky one. It was a Ooh, tricky one today. It is a, yeah. Because nobody saw Hoffa. <laughs> right? Very few people did. That was a Danny DeVito passion project. It just didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of passion. Mm-hmm. Not much of a project. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we, are, <laughs> we are going to get out of here. Have a good week. Come see a movie at the Elmo Draft House this weekend. Talk to you later. Later. Yeah. See you. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our shows at pgtcpodcast.com.